this amazing episode. It's episode six, Band Candy. Welcome to Band Candy, everybody. Wow, this was uh, a bop, this episode. (laughs) This episode slaps, as the the kids would say now. It sure did. It really got me. It's really, really funny. (laughs) Oh, I'm Jana. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Marley, your other host. And we aren't reliving a disturbed second adolescence. <laughs> We're just always like this. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much always reliving. Uh, yeah, this episode is so amazing. Um, what's the sitch, Marmar? Tell me what's happening. Yeah, we just have to get into yeah, it. Yeah, we do. It's so funny. Uh, okay, so we start off in the graveyard, yes. classic, uh, with Giles. Doing a little quiz to Buffy. Yes. For the SATs. Now, what are the SATs? Um, standardized American, ac- standardized academic. Um, oh, I think we're showing our Canadian. Yeah, it's like our, what do here. we do? Diplomas. We do our diploma Diploma exams. is what it's called here. Let's make it up. What should they be called? Standardized and, uh, academic test. That sounds yeah, right. that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I was like, is this for law? But that's a LSAT. Okay, SATs is a, it's just your grade 12 tests. Yeah, it's your grade 12 tests. These are the scores that uh, colleges and universities will be looking at. Uh-huh. And then from what I know about other 90s movies, which is the only other, like, gen of movie where they talk about SATs, mm-hmm. is I feel like 90s and early 2000 movies. Mm-hmm. Then you write all these, you submit to all these colleges, and then you get a stack of letters in the mail getting rejected or accepted to schools. Okay, okay, okay. Like, I feel like I've seen it in hundreds of American films. For sure, yeah. It's like, if that's not really how it works, then Hollywood has lied to me. But... It's interesting because this is fairly early in the school year. Yeah. Like... Because this is only episode six, like we're going through the school yep. year. So I was like, wow, this is very early to do the testing. But I guess, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. America. Yeah. Uh, so there's this uh, uh, classic scene. They're doing a thing. And then, uh, you know, a vampire interrupts them while yep. they're in the graveyard. Uh, so <laughs> Buffy has to cartwheel over a grave, kick some ass. Yeah, and uh, then return to her Scantron, yeah. her Scantron sheet where she's coloring in her bubbles. Yeah, with her 2B pencil. Yeah. Uh, so very cute, very fun little little opening. Uh, and then we get the scene of Mayor Wilkins, who was just introduced last episode, mm-hmm. with Mr. Trick, his new... Henchman, um, right-hand yes, henchman. Yes, his new, like, hire in the, uh, in the office. Yeah. His... Um, legislative assistant <laughs> uh, you would come in with the with the real term his real job title um and chief of staff yeah sure uh, all of the above i appreciate you coming i realize it is early for you but i think you'll agree that this matter is urgent also delicate i'm a very delicate person so you feel you could handle this? It's a little out of my element, but I can get you what you need. I know a beast who knows a guy. Are you sure that subcontracting is the way to go here? Well, this guy's worked your town before, and if he lives up to his rep, this place will be in flames. I made certain deals to get where I am today. This demon requires his tribute. You see, that's what separates me from other politicians, Mr. Trick. I keep my campaign promises. Where to put that scotch? 
they're talking about their this next scheme, like who they're gonna hire. Mr. Trick's like, I'll subcontract the job out. I I know a guy. Yeah. Uh, very funny. And uh, the weird reveal is this cabinet of like shit of skulls and shit. <laughs> Yes, magical um, objects, maybe, and yeah, it's like witchy shit. There's like yeah. skulls and um, like bone hands and some I don't know potions. Yeah. Like it's very demonic looking cabinet of curiosities. Yes. Uh, so this is a great reveal. I mean, we knew the mayor was up to something, but we're not. It's like being revealed. Like I yeah. still don't know who he is or what the fuck. He's doing. Yeah. He's using maybe demonic means for like power, for political power. Perhaps. I think that's like, I think you're in the area. Okay, good. (laughs) But I don't know if he's a demon or not. Um, He's the question. He sort of just is like a, as far as I know, at the end of the episode, he's just a guy still. So who knows? He presents as a completely ordinary, average white man. Yeah. Who would be mayor of a, small suburb mm-hmm. of Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh in California. Yeah. So, but using but he knows all the demons and he knows this is a way to get power. Yeah. So they're cooking up the scheme, which is the whole premise of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh which uh is to sell band candy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that scene closes with the line that I think at first, you're like, is this just a gimmick? Like, is this just a line? He says, I always pay my campaign promises. Yes. And later on, you realize that that line is actually just straight up what the episode is about. Yes. But you don't realize it then. So good. Yeah. So. What a politician. I know. So at that's sort of, then we have like the open, mm-hmm. the opening uh, credits. And after that, we're in the school with the gang. And this is when they um, are in the cafeteria. They see Snyder with these boxes of candies, mm-hmm. these like Willy Wonka chocolate bars. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and they're supposed to sell these chocolate bars to raise money um, for the band. Yeah, so they can get new uniforms. Sure. Marching band. Now, this is also very American. We really yes. don't have marching band here. No. I don't think. I was in band, I was in jazz band, but we didn't have marching band. I don't know. No, we're too cold. Yeah, I guess so. I think we're way too cold. Our fingers would fall off if we had to play our trumpet outside. Yeah, it's pretty much winter by October here, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then we're out of school when it is actually starting to really get warm. Yeah, totally. That's that's right. That's absolutely right. So. Uh, Yeah, so... (laughs) Um, Snyder makes them all the whole gang he's like y'all take these stupid chocolate bars and sell them so Snyder Snyder knows he's supposed to sell this candy but he obviously doesn't know what it does because of the events in the episode yeah So now that I reflect on it, it's interesting. He's just sort of being doing what he's told, but he doesn't really know the deets. He's not important enough. It's a great reveal. It's a great, like, thing to know about Snyder, isn't it? He's just a cog. Yes. He's just a little henchman who thinks he's important, and he's not. Yeah. It's awesome. And when you actually think about it, like, he's the principal of a high school. Yeah. Why would he be important? (laughs) Like, now that we have the mayor, Mr. Trick... Snyder pales in comparison. Yeah, we've got some real players. Yeah. <laughs> Which so. is also why Giles could pull his strings about being like, I know a, I know a, well, who do you know, a senator or whatever? Well, he's like, he talks about taking it to the courts. Mm. And Snyder's like, and has to sort of back down because he actually doesn't have any yeah. power. He's yeah. a principal. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a loser. Yeah, he is. He needs to feel big and, big and powerful around like, 16, 17 year old Children. Yeah. Very funny. Do you find Snyder's attitude around Buffy in this this episode um, at the beginning before he turns into a strange little troll, adolescent <laughs> version of himself, do you find him still like kind of licking his wounds about having to let her back into school? Um, or is he just, is he, is he just, he's acquiesced and... He's just grumpy. Yeah, I didn't really clock that. Like, I didn't, if if that was 
what they wanted me to think. I, I didn't think that. I didn't really, I didn't sense a change in his behavior towards her. Okay. So, not that I noticed. Interesting. Personally. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> he was just sort of being a little little normal twerp. Yeah. He's like, sell this candy. Uh, so they all grab boxes and stuff, and uh, Buffy at, is at home with Joyce and is like, here, buy buy 40 boxes of chocolate bars. And Joyce is like, what am I going to do with that? Uh, and then she had this line. It makes me think, I love learning about the gallery. I want to go there mm-hmm. so bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, someday my wish will be granted that we'll go to Joyce's gallery. But so now I am to understand that the gallery sells art. So it is actually a uh, like a, a private dealer, a private yeah. gallery that sells art. And by art, I mean ancient artifacts. Like, because she deals in antiquities kind of art, um, as we've seen in, like, different episodes, right? With that demon mask, etc. cetera. Uh, and they make a joke about buying, like, pre-Cam... Whatever. Um, Colombian. Colombian. Yeah. Pre-Cambrian. Uh, <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's four billion years old. Timey, uh, <laughs> Pre-Colombian um, artifacts. It's just very interesting. This would be so ethically um, murky today to be selling these, like, ancient artifacts from, like, uh, different cultures. But anyways, that's just my little sidebar about the gallery. I love your asides about the gallery. <laughs> I can't wait to go there. Uh, <laughs> what do you think it's called? Ooh, uh, I don't know, something 90s. Uh, like, Artworks, which is yeah. a place here. <laughs> yeah, Artworks with, like, an X. Or a, Z or a Z or something. Yes. Artworks. Yeah. In a horrible font. In Comic Sans, but yeah. which was cool at the time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Joyce and Buffy have this argument. Um, Joyce doesn't want Buffy driving because yeah. she doesn't want Buffy, like, driving away. Which Buffy is like, that doesn't make sense. Like, if I wanted to leave, I would just leave. But it's just part of Joyce's trying to control or trying to, like... I don't know, manage Buffy or just manage herself and her expectations of Buffy mm-hmm. and trying to do anything she can to keep her there, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. She's sort of gatekeeping the final gate. Mm. Like Buffy goes and like stabs demons through the heart with wooden stakes and chops off their heads and lights them on fire and stays out all night and has sex and like there's not much left. Joyce can hold the keys to maybe, like, some partying and driving, it yeah. feels like. Yeah, it's um, it's a hard time for Joyce to understand their new relationship and dynamics. And also, this would just be normal with any young woman, like any person coming of age with their parents, where you're like, you can't actually tell me what to do anymore. Like, yeah. And yet, and yet... I have the only keys to the car, and they live in my bag. And and you I, live in this house, yeah. So you can't drive this car. Yeah. So it's an interesting tension. Yeah, totally. Uh, which is just great lead up to the rest of the episode yeah. and what <laughs> ensues. Uh, so Buffy does this thing. You said it. <laughs> Marley's going to Gianna's house for a sleepover. Gianna's going to Marley's house for a sleepover. The double alibi. Oh my God. I did this many I times. I know. <laughs> did you ever get caught? Oh uh, yeah. Oh my God. I me did. Too. Uh, at uh, our friend Patrick Lundin's oh house. <laughs> But I was uh, told my parents I was going to sleep over at my other friend's house, but I wasn't. I was like with my boyfriend at Patrick's house. And, I did this too. Oh my god! I I went to a cabin out in fucking middle of nowhere or whatever, <laughs> and I my mom, who doesn't really usually never really cared about this kind of thing, but for some reason this particular one, I think it was because it was a friend that she didn't necessarily. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. But normally my mom didn't care very much about my whereabouts. Uh, she trusted me and she had a lot going on. And, uh, but, but she ratted us out. She figured it out. And you would just leave it to Teresa to fucking narc on us. Like, she just knows. <laughs> anyway, but I remember like partying and, and, and playing Monopoly and everyone was super drunk. And I remember, um, 
like it being a knock at the door and we realizing it was the guy who owned this cabin's parents and me and this girl hid hid <laughs> hid is not the right verb but we 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 tried to hide we hid underneath the carpet so there was just like <laughs> it was just like two bodies wow this <laughs> I'll never You'll forget never it. And me. I was dragged out by my feet by his <laughs> his mother. And it was, um, well, let's just say it was dramatic. It's funny how world-shattering it feels at the time. Oh like, it, I was, I was like, I the world was ending. Like, my parents were so pissed at me, <laughs> you know, because I was smoking weed and have sex. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny now. But this is... This is just classic. So we can relate. Yes. Uh, to Buffy lying to both of her mommy and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <gasps> because she goes to see Angel. Yes. She's going to see her boyfriend. Her like... Boy- Nobody approves of. <laughs> boyfriend, not boyfriend. No. Not boyfriend. She's trying to keep these boundaries. So she, is he. Yes. The, and he's doing um like naked Tai Chi. Yes, he is. In the courtyard. Yes. In the moonlight. Glistening. Uh, where she killed him. Yeah, and where he was about to kill her. Yes. Like, it's Yeah, that's just, not, it's super fucked up. It's not just any mansion. Mm-mm. Like, this is where she killed him. Yeah. So they're both, like, and but this is the first time he's been speaking. Yeah. So he's speaking, and he's not freaking out. And so they're sort of talking. It's really weird. Like, they don't really know how to deal with this. Buffy. I didn't know you could do that. I'm feeling better. She brings him his blood smoothie. <laughs> yeah. In a takeout bag. <laughs> um, and then like she kind of is like, I still have a boyfriend. Like, kind of, even though she doesn't, because Scott dumped her. <laughs> yeah. He asks about him. Mm. Which I love this. I yeah. love that he's like, So, how's your life? Mm-hmm. Your life with this boyfriend. I am not your boyfriend. Yeah. Like he is very clear. Yeah. And then she doesn't tell him that there's no boyfriend. Yeah. Also, Buffy keeping a boundary. And then Buffy, you know, say, he, him saying, I'll be better enough soon that you won't have to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Which we're kind of left to maybe interpret as what? I don't know. I'm not sure what exactly is wrong with him. Like, I, he was in his hell, this hell dimension... Jaws was like, you can never come back from that, like, kind of thing. But obviously he has. So I don't know what better means. Like, I don't know what better enough. Like, he's there and he seems fine, but I don't know what what is wrong with him. So maybe that he won't need Buffy to bring him the blood? Blood smoothie? Oh, that he can control himself? Is that maybe? Like, he can't, he won't be able to control himself if he's, like, out and about? Maybe. I don't know. That's my guess. But I don't, I'm not sure. They haven't really made that clear to me. Okay. Um, because I knew before he was like, like in like on chains. Like, yeah. In Beauty and the Beast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll see. They're taking this is real slow. Yeah. Uh, God, it's so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. Buffy's like, I didn't know you, you could, could do, do that. that. I mean. I didn't know you could move in slow motion under the moonlight. <laughs> I mean, but he's, like, one with his body in that moment. You can tell he's also trying to, like... He's, like, <laughs> meditating. Yeah, he's meditating. Yes. He's trying to, like, um, like have some peace. Yeah, yeah. you can tell. So, um, and, like, maybe do some inner healing. Sure. We're not sure. Either way, we're watching Angel in a... If he was chaotic um, and... and sort of animalistic and instinctive and a wild sort of killer um, before. If he was like a, like a wild predator before, now he's turning into like 
you know, like water running over rock and like mm. he's turning into maybe a bit more recognizable uh, as to who he was before, who we knew him as Definitely. before he was changed into Angelus. Yep. Uh, but maybe can we say he's like even hotter now? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot. Yep. Yeah, he's hot. Gotta get that shirtless scene. It, isn't it hot how he's like, yo, Buffy, like, I'm cool with your boyfriend, and which he should be, of course, mm-hmm. but but still, these things are complicated. Like, he's... Well, and I just find it all very interesting that Buffy has not said a word of this to anyone, yeah. so that is... It's been a while. Like, she... I don't know. Is she just not going to talk about this forever? I, it seems it's not going to happen. It's fucked up. <laughs> baby. So that's sort of the angel part of the episode. Buffy goes home and, oh my god, mom and dad know that you lied to them and they're there to confront you, Buffy. I love this. It's so cute. Um, And, you know, she's like, you're tearing me in two places. Like, you're scheduling me too much. And honestly, what Buffy says all makes sense. She's like, you know, you have to, like, let me have some freedom. Like, I'm old like now I'm almost an adult blah 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 like it's very reasonable what she's asking totally to give her some free reign yep you know trust her yep kind of thing but this was the moment I knew something was in the chocolate bars because <laughs> <laughs> they're both Giles and Joyce are just eating the chocolate bars the whole scene they're like hum, 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 hum. and I was like there's something Something's in these chocolate bars. I love the chocolate bars because it's essentially like watching people after they've smoked weed. Yes. Like, it's essentially like watching people just have the munchies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like we can't show smoking weed on the show because we're exactly. in America. Yes. So we'll just show everybody having the munchies. Yes. They're all like, where's the nachos? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's so funny. Like... In, I mean, we'll talk about the scene later, but it's so funny when Giles is smoking the cigarette and, like, passes it to Joyce. It's a joint, but it's it's a cigarette. It has to be a cigarette. It's so funny. And they're, like, lying on the floor listening to records. Like, it's just so stupid that it's not a joint. I know. I know. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but then what is revealed right after this, after we're like, what's in the chocolate bars, is that Ethan Rain is the subcontractor. Is Willy Wonka. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. (laughs) In his chocolate factory, uh, making cursed band candy um, to spread to the masses to get everyone stoned. Yeah, for a night. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a Bacchus or like a Bacchae or like a Dionysus. He's chaos. He worships chaos. Yeah. This is perfect, Ethan Rain. Yeah. Um, great subcontractor. Mr. Yeah. Trick knows who to who to call. Totally. Uh, so it's a great reveal. We don't quite know why yet, but nope. we know that Ethan Rain is behind the chocolate factory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then this uh, leads into they're at school, mm-hmm. the gang, and <laughs> Willow and Xander are playing little footsies. Oh. They, so this is also in the whole episode, this thread of Willow-Xander tension, because, of course, in Homecoming, we had their little their little kiss yeah. that they haven't resolved and they haven't told anyone about. So yeah. they're kind of having these little footsies the whole episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Is this exacerbated because of the chocolate Xander is eating this chocolate the whole time I don't or think no so. it's well, just them Xander makes that joke that he is eating the chocolate and that he doesn't feel any different so mm-hmm. and then he's like never mind don't answer that <laughs> which is to say that he's just as immature with or without the chocolate yeah yeah okay. <laughs> so no I th- I don't think we're meant to uh see the chocolate as having any effect on the people who are already adolescents yeah yeah cool yeah cool 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 totally um and Footsies th- get interrupted by Cordelia mm-hmm. being like, WTF, where's this teacher? Where's where's the teacher? Yeah. And then we see Mrs. Barton in the hallway, like, talking to Snyder. And she's like, fine, I'll go cover the class. And then this is where you start being like, what the fuck is happening? Because Miss Barton's like, uh, just pretend to read for five minutes and then we'll blow off this class. Yeah. <laughs> 
so funny. Oh, and then we get that great line, like, does anyone want to marry Miss Barton? Yeah. is <laughs> like, get in line. Yes. Uh, and then Buffy's like, where the fuck is Giles? Mm-hmm. Like, and so goes to his house because she's worried. Like, Giles would never not show up to school. Never. Um, and Joyce and Giles are there, and they're like, oh, well, we just decided to, you know, have a summit meeting. And it took priority over study hall. I called in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Giles pulls out a performance, like an Oscar award-winning yes. performance to fool her. And it does. It does. She's and like, then, okay. And then Joyce clinches it with giving her the car. Yes. Just giving the child the toy she wants to play with. Mm-hmm. And Buffy can see no, can't see beyond that and and buggers off. And then Giles and Joyce get to continue their sort of courtship. Pre-gaming. They're like yeah. pre-gaming, right? <laughs> they're pre-drinking. Like, yes. They're like, my mom always called this pre-gaming uh, <laughs> because it's like tailgating. Uh, <laughs> so they're like drinking their wine, smoking their cigarette before they go out, you know, yeah. later. Um, they're like getting in the, the zone. So how come they uh, call you Ripper? What would you like to know? Five mm. minutes. Just whisper. And you see a girl Men are gonna get a band together. Hey Ripper, you wanna watch TV? I know how to pay per view. No, no, let's go out and have some fun. Tear things up a bit. Amazing. This is where they smoke the joint cigarette and they start like getting in their like evening wear, which we will talk about in some assembly required. It's amazing. And Anthony Stewart head wins hottest of the episode for me. Yeah. Uh, an award that we never give out until today. Until right now. <laughs> hottest of the episode goes to Giles. Damn, he is sexy in this episode. So I think, so they're playing Cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, one of Eric Clapton's bands. Uh, you know, he was in the Yardbirds. He was, he did Cream. He obviously had his own thing going on. He's Eric Clapton. I think Anthony Stewart, this is, I have no evidence, mm. but I think Anthony Stewart had got to choose that song. Cause Anthony Stewart Head is a musician in real life. Yes. And Anthony Stewart Head is like, I think he looks so much like Eric Clapton. Yes. And I think he is like Eric Clapton. And I think he is, like, this is sort of more who Anthony Stewart Head is, is, right? Yeah. And his, obviously his real accent yeah. he's using, it's so sexy. I know. Damn, he's so hot in and this I think, episode. I think Joyce does a great job of becoming a version of herself that I didn't anticipate. Like, she's so passive and submissive and... But she's so cool. She is cool. She's so cool. But she's, like, relaxed and chill and she'll go with the flow and, like, I I love this performance out of her. Yes. I think it's quite lovely It's and kind of funny. the best I've seen of her on the show, kind of. Like, it's just really fun to yeah. see actors, like, do something totally different and then yeah. you realize how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a great... This is a great, great, great scene. Cut to Buffy driving in the car with Willow. They're going to the bronze. Mm-hmm. We get to the bronze. Okay, we learn Buffy is a terrible driver. Horrible. It reminds me of um, Clueless. Oh, my God, yes. It's, and she's even in a Jeep. Yeah. Uh, just like Cher. Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the bronze, and then we have the second biggest reveal of all of the adults Having descended into juvenile adolescent madness. Yeah, they're all, yeah, this is where they're like, I want some nachos. And this is where they see, they run into Snyder. Hey, gang, this place is fun city, huh? <laughs> Principal Snyder? Call me Snyder. Just a last name like Barbarino. Oh, I am so stout. <sighs> hey, did you see Miss Barton? I think she's wasted. I'm going to have to put that in her next performance review because cause I'm the principal. God, I was just killing myself of the whole episode about him because it's so funny yeah. to see him become little. You can see he was a total 
dweeb yeah. in high school. So lame. Yeah. And he's like, hey, guys. Like, And, and he then, wants to hang out with them? I know. He's, like, tagging along with them. It's so funny. I know. It's amazing. I know. It's so, so funny. The dingoes are playing, so Oz's band is playing. It's packed house. Everyone's see, making out. Yeah, all these old people... All these old white men with their shirts off with their ties on. Singing Louie Louie. Oh, baby. <laughs> I was like, Marley, this is all your dad. <laughs> this is, though, it your dad. Is. If he, if there was an extra casting call, he would have absolutely booked it. Absolutely. Because he is, he's now a real estate agent, but was like a musician cool dude yeah. in his youth, so would totally fit in oh, yeah. with this crowd. And, he, and he's totally one of those guys who now uses lingo that I'm like, you still say groovy. And you like, and that, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just, I know exactly where he comes from. Absolutely. In terms of like pop culture and like social culture, I know exactly where your dad comes from yeah. because of how he speaks. Totally. It's very funny. Yeah. He, yeah. He would totally fit in this episode. Yeah. He would have, <laughs> he would have launched himself, uh, into the, into the pit mm-hmm. like the guy does, the poor doctor. <laughs> <laughs> to the floor. Yeah. Um, then we get this scene in the chocolate factory, um, with Ethan Rain and Mr. Trick. Mm-hmm. This is very interesting. I just wrote it down because like, Ethan Rain seems a little bit unsure of Mr. Trick's, like, methods because Mr. Trick just, like, fucking snaps this guy's neck. He's like, no one will eat it after they saw I murdered him. Um, And I just saw Ethan Rain be like, "Uh," like, his face was like, I don't know about this. Like, it's interesting because Ethan Rain is a human. Mm -hmm. He just worships the god of chaos, but he, he doesn't, he's not... He doesn't cross a certain line or I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that meant. Is that he he was kind of hesitant about working with Mr. Trick. I'm, I think that's Am I right? Yes. Yeah. I think Ethan Rain sees I think Ethan Rain doesn't like working with vampires. Hmm. Vampires are strong and powerful. Yeah. Uh I think Ethan Rain is afraid of Mr. Trick in that moment. Uh, I don't yeah. think necessarily Ethan Rain is like above killing people. Sure, sure. But worshipping a god of chaos does not necessarily mean people have to die. Mm-hmm. But it does mean, like, that things get fucked up and it destroys people's lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, mostly what I see is Mr. Uh, Mister Trick intimidating his, scaring his the factory employees and it having quite an effect on Ethan Rain. Yeah. For me, that moment motivates why he's willing to give up Mr. Trick Mm, later. Later on to Buffy. Yeah, yeah. He has no attachment Without to him. A big fight. Yeah. Well, but Ethan Rain is also a bit of a, a cowardly yeah. man. Yeah. He's not going to physically fight anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And Ethan Rain also has done enough to know that Buffy is probably going to find out this is happening. And when he sees someone kill an innocent bystander, he's like, all right. It's like only a matter of time before the vampire slayer shows up. Like, I think he's... Watching the clock. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. For sure. But yeah, it's interesting. He He's not a demon. He's a human. Yeah. So I just saw sort of like he was not, he's not all in on this. No. Like he's doing what he's been asked to, but he was like. It's not his idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then the Buffy and the gang at the bronze is like, they're like, oh my God, we need to figure this shit out. Um, we got to go find Giles. We've got to go to the library, etc. So they get in the Jeep and Snyder's like, I'm coming too, guys. <laughs> and then he says, Summers, you drive like a spaz. <laughs> Very funny. I know. I love it. I know. Uh, so they're, they're going to find Giles and this is where they, <laughs> this is where they uh, run into Giles and uh Joyce and Giles have been, like, uh, looting a storefront, and uh, Giles had an altercation with this cop. <laughs> like, fucking kick the shit out of him. He's Ripper now, though. Because yeah. Joyce keeps calling him Ripper, so he's actually Ripper. Yeah. He's not Giles. He's not Giles. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, and uh, he takes the gun from the cop, and then they make out on the cop car. It's so cool. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Cut to Buffy gets in that car accident. Yes. Great. So now they're without wheels. Or Mm -hmm. they have wheels. Like, she does use it to drive up later on. Yeah. But 
Yeah. So so also time is passing. Like we're getting further into the night. Yes. And, uh, there's more chaos everywhere. Yeah. This is where they notice like all the adults are People here are playing frisbee. And yeah. <laughs> there's like a, another group of like four men, just like in a park laughing. There's like greaser gangs. Yeah. Like the, it's very. It's like uh yeah the jets and the sharks. And yeah. The- <laughs> but they're all like 50, 60, 70 Yeah. So it's years very old. comical. And this is where Buffy's like, where are the vampires? Yes. What's going on? Something is happening. There's a big. This is a big distraction. No one's at home. No yeah. one knows what's going on. Yeah. And so this is when they like make Snyder tell them, right? Yeah. Buffy's like, What's it's happening? the candy. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. So Lieutenant Buffy kind of activates. And mm. she's like, Willow, Oz, go to the library. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. And Oz is like, bad candy? <laughs> Cursed candy? Cursed candy. And Willow interprets. She's like, disturbing second childhood. <laughs> and they go. And then she's stuck with Snyder. But she needs him because she needs to know where he got the candy from. Yeah. And off they go. And on their way there, it's when they see yeah. Giles and Joyce, because they've also made it to the, the drug dealer, the yes. candy shop. <laughs> they're going to get they're more candy. They're looking for more candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> and they're just throwing candies into the crowd, and Buffy has to kick the shit out of people so they can <sighs> break into the candy factory. But she catches Mama and Dada smooching. Yeah. Uh, she's like, what the fuck? I know. And this is also where you get, like, Giles threatening violence against Buffy and Buffy being like, you really want to fight me? And yeah. Giles being like, fuck you. Ugh. Like, just grabbing a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> like, peacocking around Buffy. He's being doing like, such a good job this whole, like, episode of being, like, like a this macho teen. Yeah. Like, I know, he really like, is. Like, greaser teen. Yeah. 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 Totally. The outsiders. I know. (laughs) Totally. Yes, Yes, it is. So they are running through uh, their... Oh, wait. Before they go in the candy factory, we see, like, a crime club scene in the library. So we've got more Willow-Xander tension. Uh, They're, like, touching their thumbs together. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Everything becomes... They're also making themselves guilty... With every single thing that happens. Yes. They're just further, like, digging they're like this trench of, brush and they're like, uh. of energy. Yep. And Willow is not good at, like, keeping secrets. No. no. It's getting harder and harder not to be like, okay, you guys, you have to talk about this. Yeah. What's your choice? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and also, I can also completely understand how difficult this would be. Yep. This is such an old friendship. So... Yeah, and time. they don't dislike their current partners, right? Like, you can have all the feelings at the same time, too. So, yeah, this is, I, I don't know, this is going to come to a head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, they have found, I think, by this point, the cursed candy, whatever, the um, demon. Oh, we find out the demon later because Mr. Trick. Yeah. Tells them, or um, not Mr. Trick, Ethan Rain. Yeah. Tells them who the demon is because they, back in the candy factory, uh, Buffy and Giles are like running through these halls of the same set over and over. Yeah, I think it's the same box <laughs> yeah, hallway over They just and like over. run around in a circle five times and yeah. then they catch Ethan Rain. She smashes their box and grabs his like ear. Which, I'll just say it because it's so good once you start to watch these episodes over and over and over again. This is the reason for the very first scene when Giles blindfolds her uh. and she has to use her intuition to throw the ball at him and hit him. Like, this is where we see that training. She's like, all right, I can't see them. Where is he? And Amazing. she uses her, like, I don't know, heightened senses, sure, sure. her supernatural superhero powers to kick through a box and comedically pull out Ethan Rain's pathetic little head <laughs> and then beat him up. And Yes, yeah, so good. And Giles is, yeah, peacocking around, yeah. like you said, in the back. Just, yeah, Ugh. hit him, puppy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, he's so good in this episode. Um, So then we find out this demon that they are distracting everyone for is called Laconis. Yes. And uh, they are distracting everyone because everyone has to be distracted for them to get the uh, tribute. Yes. Um, 
and we then we see these vampires going into the hospital <gasps> and taking the little babies. I know. It was very it's triggering. How did it make you feel? <laughs> It's funny. I, I have a baby, and it's hard to watch things with babies or, like, children being hurt now. It's, like, not that it wasn't before, but now I'm, like, just imagining them taking my baby. Yeah. I'm, like, I'll fuck you up. I'll yeah. kill you. Yeah. <laughs> babies are – it's it's horrible. It's, like, the most horrible thing you could So think. you can see why you need cursed candy. Yes. Yeah, so to distract all the adults because it, no one, yeah, you would protect any tiny baby with your entire life. Yeah. So the vampires take these little babies to the sewers because they're going to feed it to the big snake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mayor Wilkins is down there. He's, like, on the phone. He's, like, cancel my 3 o'clock tomorrow. So uh, I need a meeting with uh, the city infrastructure people. There is exposed. I've got concerns about exposed <laughs> gas pipes and sewers. It's so funny. Like, he cares about Sunnydale. Yeah, he's yeah. literally, I mean, I was like, yeah, please fix the sewer infrastructure. Yeah. But it's very funny because five feet away from him, they're going to feed some babies to a demon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and, uh, so Buffy and Giles, uh, you know, run down there because they find out from Ethan Rain and they have a big, big fight, um, with the vamps. Yeah. Joyce takes the babies to the side. Yes. Joyce is really concerned about the The babies. babies. (laughs) Which is also another great choice. Another great detail. Yes. Of like, of course the girl... The old mom girl. Yeah, it's like, oh, the, oh, the babies. babies. Yeah. But she does come and help. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Giles, like, tries to fight, but he sucks. Like, <laughs> well, he doesn't suck. He's actually, I mean, he is a good fighter, but he's not good enough, you know? Yeah. So Buffy has to save him from the um, big CGI snake. Oh, my God. This is a pretty bad... It should have just been a big puppet or something. I know. I don't know. I know. We can see them getting a little bit more money. Yeah, but... It's not great. No. No. Sometimes you just need practical. Uh, Yeah. I mean, even Reptile Boy looked better than this. I I know. uh, And that's the thing. Like, we, we, like, as soon as we get more money and so we can make the puppets better, then we get a little bit more money and we get computer graphics and, and then, but it's not quite as good. Yeah. So we keep... We keep moving into, like, we're competent in this one area of how we're going to display and storytell these demons. And then and then we enter in the next level, but at the bottom of the rung again, and we keep... I have to start over from the beginning. So I don't love the design of this snake either. Luckily, it's pretty brief. Yeah, it's very brief. Which is but, why it could have just been a hand puppet. Like, yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's, it's tricky because mm-hmm. they're also... I don't know if you've noticed, but in the storytelling, they're being quite ambitious with their demons now, too. Mm. Like, we're starting to get, like, in the first episode of season uh, three, Mm -hmm. Anne, we have an entire community of demons from hell. Yes. Like, there's a lot of people. Like, even in this episode, I was like, holy shit, it's a cast of, like, 500 in this episode. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. So we're seeing it beefed up in other ways that pay off. Mm-hmm. And then there's certain elements that just quite aren't aren't quite right. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, this episode was basically perfect except for that yeah. CGI yeah. demon. But it was extremely brief. So so I'll, I'll forgive it. Yeah. Uh, then Mr. Trick is like, we're going to have a, a fight. But then, you know, he ends up escaping... Uh, Buffy fires the the demon in the face, saves Giles, and Mr. Trigg is like, we're going to have it out, huh? Right and in the manhole. Yeah, and then, like, it pieces out, and they are going to have to have it out, they so are. very fun. Yeah. But Mr. Trigg is smart. He's not going to fight for no reason. It's like Spike. Uh-huh. He's like, ah. He's eh, exactly like not Spike. Not the time. Yeah. Goodbye. And he enjoys the relationship. Oh, yeah. Taunting and promising a... A confrontation later on, and oh yeah, mm-hmm. Buffy's like they always got to say something. They can't just leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so the denouement is like they're at school. Everyone's back to normal. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, Snyder." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does uh, Xander say? Have you have you come down yet? Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> it's like I don't know if this happened to you, but sometimes after an epic party weekend at school on Monday, people will be like, oh, like, you made out with so-and-so. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Monday like, morning. Oh. Yeah. 
Monday morning would come and you'd like avoid certain hallways. Like, oh, or shit, like, I was so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> So I know the feeling, Snyder, of getting too <laughs> drunk and acting stupid. I never thought I would hear the day where Marley identifies with Principal Snyder, but it has come. I did it. <laughs> I've done it in high school. It's a worthy. It's a worthy episode yeah, for that. It's awesome. Um, and he's like, "You gotta clean this graffiti off." It says, "Kiss rocks." I know. I know. <laughs> so that Jen. I know. Very funny. Who would want to kiss rocks? Oh, Willow. <laughs> And then uh, we get the kind of button of the episode, which is when Giles and Joyce see each other. And they're like, again, just like someone you saw and you made out with when you were wasted. And you're like, oh, I don't, it's kind of awkward. I don't really like you yeah. that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> we just had this uh, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so I tense. don't think they're going to get together in the future. This is like the vibe and the storytelling is that it was just this one night. Yeah, but we finally got what we wanted, Mm -hmm. which is for Buffy to have, like, a weird nuclear family. Yeah. Nuclear? Nuclear. Yeah, I don't think her family is (laughs) Potato, potato. Yeah. (laughs) Either way, we get to see what it's like to have, like, Dad Giles and Mom Joyce kind of be in the same family unit. Mm -hmm. Because we know what it's like to have – they're both parents – but it's an it's an unconventional family that they have because her two parental figures are not in a romantic relationship. Yeah. And we get to watch what that's like when that happens. Yeah. We get to watch Buffy be grossed out by her mom being intimate with yes. someone else. Yeah. God, I know what that's like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ugh. Barf. Uh. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. I know. But, like, they're human beings with like sexual lives but it's only natural i know to be I, know. Out. I know yes oh the fashion uh okay let's start off with just some of the gang um buffy's hair is great in this episode so the the front like bangy like her like halo yeah. Um, pieces are so white blonde. I know. They're it's amazing. I, I think this is what it's called. Like it's like a like this was so popular at the time, but it's just your front of your crown, kind of like like your baby hairs. Yes, almost. are just white blonde, and uh, and so she's got a lot of like kind of updoy things with these like pieces coming out, and they just look so good. I know, and with little butterfly clips and a pompadour. It's just classic Buffy. Yeah. Love it. And Willow's outfit off the top is really bad. Are you talking about the pink fuzzy sweater? No, that's later. Okay. But that's also... I like that I, one. I don't mind it as much as this outfit. So the off the top, she's wearing like a big purple oh, hoodie, yeah. baby blue skirt, yeah. tights. The colored tights that I thought we were done with, but oh, hell no. No, no. Uh, and then it looked like she was wearing these weird, like, blue bowling shoes, I think too. she is, yeah. They're, like, well, She'll wear these again. Oh, so no. Oh, God. You might have to hold your stomach. But it's just, like, blue, 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 baby blue, and then, like, p- dark purple. It just, ugh. I know. You don't like it. No, I don't like it. Lots of different textures, too. Uh, lots of textures. That willow. <laughs> she loves a fuzzy texture. Okay, and then now that I think about this i wrote something for joyce's outfit but now i'm like comparing her two outfits in this episode and it's excellent what mm-hmm. why they chose this first outfit which is where she's mom joyce it's like uh she's got like a kind of sleeveless blouse uh, a flowy blouse and a, a dark blue i think cardi mm-hmm. tied over her shoulders mm-hmm. it looks like sailory yeah and preppy Sort of like old Cordelia. Yes. Yeah. Totally. But like a bit mumsy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's slacks. I yeah. don't know. But it's like a matching beige set. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, you know, kind of Joyce age appropriate, a bit mumsy kind of thing. Yeah. But let us compare this to her second outfit, which is I love, I love, love, love this yeah. outfit. She's got like a, you would wear this yeah. long, it's like a long kind of duster coat thing, yeah. but it, or like a shirt. Yeah. Um, but it's like a robe. Yeah. It's also. like a robe, like a kimono. Yeah. 
And I think it is snake skin print. Yeah. <clears throat> which I love. Blues I love and it. grays and it's so cute. Yeah. And it's to the floor and it's long sleeve and it's like kind of a lovely silky or kind of just light yeah. material. Oh, it's so cool. I, I want that. And then kind of like a pleated black skirt with a silver buckle, like a schoolgirl kind of skirt. Yeah. Really cool. And her hair looks so good. I know. She looks really hot. Yeah. She looks so hot. It's like kind of side part and waved and like clipped, like really cute. And a choker, the classic 90s choker. God, she looks so cool and hot. She's wearing dangly earrings. Yeah. She's got glossy lips. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, she looks gorgeous. She looks so good. I know. Um, I love it. That's the outfit of the episode for me. What I love, too, is that Giles breaks when he breaks into that shop and gets her the other coat she wants. Mm. It's essentially what she's wearing. Yes. But, like, upgraded. With, like, the feathers. Feather boa on top. That are like sticking all over the place. Yeah. It's sort of a bit Cruella de Vili. Yeah. But it's also gorgeous. It looks quite expensive. And it's more of a coat. Yeah. But um, it's like going out to the theater. It is. And it, it reminds me, it's like they're trying to, I really see Joyce as being like a band aid, like, or like a groupie. Mm. Like Joyce feels like her, her costume design is like very almost famous. Yes. And then Giles is the musician. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. He's so fucking cool and hot I in know. this outfit. White t-shirt. Yes. Rolled up with this pack of cigarettes. Of course. In the shirt. Yeah. So cool. He's got his plaid tied around his waist. So 90s. He's wearing earrings. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So hot. A bit of eyeliner. Yeah. And then like grungy jeans that are sort of like paint splattered or maybe it's bleachy kind of. Yeah. But like grungy. Yep. I don't think we've ever seen Giles in jeans. No. And Doc's. Doc Yes. That's right. Uh, Yes. So hot. (laughs) Compared to the Giles who's studying with Buffy in the graveyard, he's wearing a fucking scarf, like an (laughs) academic, like, Oxford scarf. Like an ascot. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but it's like, it like, just like lies over his like pectorals. Yes. It's it's not placed. No. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Looks like he's like gonna do communion or it's something. <laughs> yeah, it looks like some religious scarf. Yeah, <laughs> and again, fully beige in a set. Yes, um, like uh, his vest and his coat and his, yeah, yeah, with extra pencils in his pocket with a pocket protector. I know, and then he gets rid of his glasses too. Yes. Oh God, he's so hot. Yes, hottest of the episode. I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> and then um. Buffy has another outfit. It's the pink cheetah top. Yeah. Love it. And her little baby blue backpack. Yeah. So yeah. this is very classic yeah. Buffy. With her slacks, her black slacks, and she's mm-hmm. wearing a gray cardigan. Yeah. She looks adult. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. We do, we're we not... Buffy's wearing, like, pants. Yeah. She's wearing, like, a chunky heel. Yeah, I love the chunky heel. And And so it's not Buffy, like, in a pink dress fighting. It's, like, kind of Buffy in, like kind of like workwear, work casual. Yes, absolutely. Um compared to mom and dad. Yeah, or what Buffy we have seen Buffy fight in. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then Willow does have the <laughs> pink fuzzy, fuzzy sweater. Sweater. Yeah. <laughs> it's I I actually don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, it, I just mohair. wrote it down cuz it's so funny cuz she's always wearing these fuzzy sweaters, I but know. but I think it's cute. Um there's yeah. an episode coming up I'm just going to make a prediction to our fans. Uh, You're going to hate it. Me? Yes. And I look forward to the day when we get to this episode. It's in this season. Uh I think you're going to hate it the most. Out of any any, episode? Out of any from the beginning of time. And I can't wait. (laughs) Has to do with this fuzzy sweater? It's a fuzzy theme. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. It's not an overall. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and that's all the fashion I had. Uh, fashion, fashion. I love Mr. Trick's purple suit. Oh, yes. Classic. He's, yeah. That's, he's so sharp and it's flamboyant. Yes. Yes. He's a flamboyant, sharp dresser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He uh, isn't hiding. No. In his clothes. No, no, no. Not at all. And then what did you think about Angel's outfit? What outfit? <laughs> 
His his birthday suit? Exactly. <laughs> Love it. He was like sweaty. I know. That was his outfit. He was like he glistening. Was glistening. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, he was I glistening. I love the oils. Yeah. I like we can end fashion now. I've got to have a moment again with Angel. I'm, I'm happy. There are things I will I will there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. Anything for you? No. No. I think it's it's basically a perfect episode. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I love it. I love it so much. I wouldn't change it. You know, nothing nothing really troubling. It was just a fun romp through adolescence, yeah. really. I love watching these people get to explore other parts of their characters. Mm-hmm. Again, I've said it before, maybe I sound like a broken record, but it's so nice in a show that has magic for you to see an opportunity for you to see characters under a different lens that writers and storytellers don't have to commit to for the rest of time. Yes. Like, we essentially go back to neutral at the end of this episode. Like, these things have happened, and boy, oh boy, are they going to be referenced in the future. You just wait. <laughs> But in many ways, these aren't the people, those aren't who they, those aren't the people they are. Yep. So we got to watch something new, uh, brand new, that's eph- ephemeral. We're never going to see it again, maybe. Hmm. Uh, I want to see Anthony Stewart head. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting, that's an interesting thought you have there because... Ripper. That is who Ripper was. Yeah. Like, that is sort of who Giles was. It's very interesting to see that glimpse of him and, like, who he has become, which is the opposite of that. He has, like, literally killed every part of himself that was that to become, like, this Giles. Yeah. But you can tell, like, Giles is a good fighter. Yes. Like... Yeah. When he's cleaning his ring and beating the shit out of Ethan Rain in the Halloween episode, mm-hmm. that's Giles. Yes. Yeah. So he does conjure Ripper when Ripper is useful to him. So, yeah, in, very interesting there. Mm-hmm. But, like, you get to watch Snyder just repress and ignore and forget. Yeah. Same with Joyce. I mean, we haven't had enough time with Joyce post-band candy to know that, but... It's just great. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It was a fun episode. What was your favorite line? What was your favorite line of the episode? Um, let me put up here. I'll say mine because I know it. Say yours. Hopefully I don't screw it up. Um, it's when Cordelia is talking about being uh, excited for the SATs. She says, I'm looking forward to it. I do well on standardized tests. And then they look at her. And she's like, what? I can't have layers? I love that line. <laughs> There's so many other good lines in the episode, but I said a lot in the episode, so I'll, I'll spare you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, love Cordy. She didn't do too much in this episode. But, no. Willow, Willow, Xander, and Cordelia took a back seat. It was a more Buffy, Giles, Joyce yeah. situation. Um, my favorite was when they're in the bronze, and Buffy and Willow, and they're, like, seeing all the adults faffing about, and they see Ms. Barton, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, you, Willow, that's a tree name. <laughs> and then she says, are there any nachos in here, little tree? <laughs> you know, she's like, Willow, huh, that's a tree. You're a tree. <laughs> She's so high. Yeah, it's just like they're like play stoned, but yeah. we can't reference weed. No, oh. I know, I know. They're all stoned. They're all just stoned. It's so funny. I know it's so so good. It's so good. So, I also love. Oh, I love this one more. Yes. It's also when they're talking about the SATs and mm-hmm. Oz. Willow says, "You know, he's the highest scoring." student ever not to graduate or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, Oz is like I have a trick when it comes to the antonyms but uh, we won't talk about it here like they're all <laughs> in, like it, it's so weird. lovely like his weird like high school paranoia like this isn't the place yeah. I don't know Seth Love Green Oz. just hits a note with Oz it's so perfect he's so just casual and and, and everything he says is funny yes. but it's all understated so it's understated. all thrown away like, if you aren't paying attention, you don't – you know Oz is funny, but he's, like, 
deadpan, so funny. He's so funny. And I love when Steiner's like, cool hair. He's got cool <laughs> hair. <laughs> I know. It's true. Oz is just like, yeah. Yeah, I am cool. Yeah. Oz is so cool. <sighs> Okay, this was an amazing episode. I don't know if next episode can top it. What We're, do you think? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. But, like, season three is just heavy hitter after heavy hitter after heavy hitter. Uh, bops, if you will. Yeah. Season three it's slaps. It's a bop. <laughs> you like to say bop. Okay, <laughs> one last thing. What would be the word that would that would give you away that you grew up in the 2000s? Can you think of it? Like if you took the candy and and you reverted to yourself when you were like 20, 20, like 18 or 20. Is there a word that sticks out in your mind? 20. I used to say, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like from the scary movies. Yes, what's up? <laughs> I also used to say I'm wigged out, which is from Buffy. I never said that, but that's a Buffy thing. Yeah, it's a Buffy thing. I don't know. Just a lot of likes. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 like. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And I do say, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I say, oh, my God, too. I text, oh, my God, all Me the time. Me, too. So I don't know if that's a millennial thing, do you think? I think it is. If you're not a millennial, tell us. I'm pretty sure. Like, my sister's not a millennial, and she's like, you have to stop saying, oh, my God. I say it all the time. And you have to stop saying, lol. I was like, no. I say it all the time too, lol. Uh, Well, lol, thanks for joining us. (laughs) See you next week for another episode of My Best Friend Thinks She's Buffy. What's up? Arg. Grr. Grr. Arg.